1: With I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is what I learned at 20
0: is
1: Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, where we will help you learn to invest in 15 minutes or less. We break down the world of investing from beginning to dividend so that you can hopefully make some returns. My name's Bryce and as always I'm joined by my equity buddy Ren. How are you going bro? I'm very good
0: Bryce, how are you?
1: Mate, can't complain, can't complain. Getting towards the end of another week, so the weekend is almost here. Rain is on the horizon, which is good for everyone affected by drought 100% of New South Wales apparently. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> not fair you, enough. not you down in Queen, not in Victoria?
0: In Victoria? No, no. I Melbourne weather is still as unpredictable as ever.
1: Always, always, mate. And we're also heading into the last round of the AFL this weekend. Particularly well, sad say, for Essendon because we didn't make the finals. Lucky so for by Sydney. The, by yeah.
0: the time we are, people are listening to this, the weekend will be over and we'll know where Sydney came. <laughs> Very true. We already know where Essendon have come, which is our uh, mad Monday celebrations and not playing finals. True, true. But yeah, Sydney, either fourth or sixth at this stage.
1: Oh, mate, what's your bet? What do you reckon?
0: Uh, well buddy's not playing this way he can But is that confirmed? I, wow I've got I've got a back I've got to back Sydney in. You've got to back Sydney, to beat, in. Sydney to beat the Hawks by thirty points. Thirty ben points Ronk, Ben Ronk to kick eight.
1: Oh mate. I, I mean but tipping them I was you know, that's that's one thing, but by thirty points and Ben Ronk, never heard of him to kick eight goals.
0: Come on, mate. Ben Ronk in his third game this year kicked seven goals against the Hawks.
1: Oh, okay, so he's a hawk specialist.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, all the best to to the Swans, I guess. It'd be a good game to go and see. You're going, aren't you?
0: Yeah, I am, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this well, is all in the past, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Hopefully they won. Today, Ren, we're going to discuss books and this is something that we've done on and off uh, over the last year, year or so. You're a very avid reader. You probably read three books to, to my one or four books to my one, very fast reader, uh, and you retain a lot of that information. So today we're gonna to pick your brain uh, about some of the books that you've been reading and some, I guess, some lessons and, and, and things that you've learnt. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong.
0: Yeah, sure. But before we do that, um, if you haven't signed up to our uh, live event in Melbourne or Sydney, make sure you do. Go to our social media page or our website and uh, sign up Yeah. Uh, for a night of finance and fun.
1: Finance and fun, <laughs> yes. It's us, General Assembly and BetaShares uh, putting on a night called Hashtag Finance Goals make your money grow with you. And as you said, Ren, it's uh, our first opportunity to be live uh, from away from the mic. Um, well, we may have a mic, who knows, but uh, we're gonna be live in front of uh, anyone who comes along and gets a free ticket, may I add. So we're coming down your way, Ren, in a couple of weeks' time. Wednesday, the 5th of September from 6 to 8 p.m. at the General Assembly Campus. Uh, all information is on our website or our Facebook page, uh, and just to give you a flavour of, of the night, we are going to be getting together with the investing experts from BetaShares team, uh, Elon, who's the founder, and he's going to be discussing you know things such as investing 101, all things to do ETFs, and we're going to be looking at global technology, cybersecurity, and ethical warriors as three interesting investment ideas for the 21st century. And then Ren. They're going to hand over to us and we're going to blow everyone away with an <laughs> imma- immaculately well-prepared presentation yeah, yeah. Um, and give everyone a bit of insight into who we are, uh, where Equitymates started and a few major lessons that we've learned along the way over the last few years or so. So, it's going to be a cracker of the night. Um, we've got some cool stuff to talk about and to share with everyone. And yeah, sign up. It's free. Head to our website or our social media pages uh, to find out more and, and sign up.
0: Yeah, nice.
1: Well, what do you got for us, Ren?
0: So the reason that I, uh, I wanted to do an episode on some books that I've read recently uh, was one particular book that I read, uh, which has a terrible name, but uh, some really good lessons. Now, the book is called Millennial Money. Um, oh, God! Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. As, when, as, when Why I did saw you choose it, it? When I saw it on Amazon, I was like, this is a shocking name. <laughs> um, but then I saw who wrote it. And for those who are unfamiliar with him, the author is Patrick O'Shaughnessy, yep. who is uh, who's the son of Jim O'Shaughnessy, who wrote a pretty famous book back in the day, What Works on Wall Street. Um, Patrick O'Shaughnessy is actually a rival podcast host, so we're spooking one of our rivals here. <laughs> but um, he—he's the CEO of O'Shaughnessy Asset Management, um, and someone that I am quite interested in. He's very plain spoken, and he's uh, pretty insightful. Yeah. So, despite the cheesy name, I uh, bought it. Spent the you know ten bucks for whatever it was. And um was pretty impressed, we thought it was a really good book, thought it was a really good book for the, um, you know, the sort of equity mates audience. Um, so, if there's so- one thing you take away from this episode, it's push past the cheesy name and uh, give it a try.
1: Yeah, well, we were just discussing, I've got a book very much in that, out that same vein. So, my question with Millennial Money, though, it sort of sounds like it's... Uh, targeted towards personal finance rather than investing, I, I would have guessed that without knowing who it was written by. So is it along those lines, or or is it investing?
0: No, no, it's it's very much investing based. Right. Okay. So to to give to give you guys the quick rundown, um, it basically makes the case that we think about uh, risk and we think about investing all wrong, and in fact. The biggest risk you can take in your life, in your financial life, is not investing. Um, and he he gives a really good, he makes a really good case for it, um, and he makes a really good case for why uh, investing is the least risky course of action. Um, and just pulled out some stats from it. Um, I won't do it justice, but if you were uh, around in the '70s and You know, our parents were sort of coming up around then. Um, You, and you just saved your money uh, in the bank. You, every dollar that you saved would be worth about 17 cents. Uh, So, you would have lost about 80% of your money. Um, If you had held treasury bonds, generally considered the safest form of investing, uh, you would have made about 50, if you put $100,000 in, you would have made about $50,000 so not much, but if you put that $100,000 into the stock market, you would have over a million dollars. And the, the, the way he talks about that is basically the biggest risk is not, you know, how much a share price moves in a year, but the biggest risk is not having enough to achieve your financial goals or to support yourself in later life. And he lays out, he then goes on to lay out like a really simple, easy to follow, easy to understand strategy to invest. What is it? <laughs> um, well, you're gonna have to read the book. <laughs> <laughs> I think
1: my question with this is, it, it might be a bit confusing to some people. When you know you, you're saying, if you put your hundred thousand into the into stocks, you know it would you'd make over a million dollars if you put it in the 70s, but. uh that's like <clears throat> not into a specific stock. He's not saying in you could have put your $100,000 into any stock and it, it would be worth 100000 I just want to, for the beginner, sort of frame what you're saying in, in, in the sense that you know investing in the market index itself is essentially what he's saying, right?
0: Well, to an extent, um, you're right. It's not an individual stock, but part of his, his sort of really simple to understand strategy is um, indexes... The, the normal indexes that we talk about are, are pretty counterintuitive. Um, if you're just are investing in indexes, you're just investing in the biggest stocks in the share market. Yeah. Um, the biggest stocks are generally the slowest growers. Yeah. So his strategy is sort of, it's basically an indexing strategy, but it's a way to um, identify stocks that will grow more rather than just, you know, doing the ASX 200 and it's the biggest 200 companies. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, so look, I reckon it's a really good book to sort of dip your toe in the investing water and just sort of understand why you should invest and how you should invest. Do, um, you, need,
1: do you need to know anything about investing to give it a crack?
0: No, no nothing at all.
1: Right, nice. I'm yeah, sold. So
0: yeah, <laughs> push past the name um, and it'll be worth it. And one of the facts I pulled out of there this is nothing to do with investing, but did you know that in 2011 Japan sold more adult diapers than baby diapers?
1: What? Because their aging population?
0: Yeah, yeah, because their 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 demographics are so skewed towards elderly people.
1: Wow, I did not know that, but I guess yeah. I'm not surprised. Yep. <laughs> wow, yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty. <laughs> so messed what up. was he saying? In invest in uh, the companies that make adult diapers? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he was saying.
0: That uh, I actually can't remember why. I just remember making a note of that because I thought it was interesting. Interesting fact, yeah, yeah. So I guess
1: to uh, if you're about to close this one out, then I would just like to know. You know, you said that he sort of laid forward a bit of a <laughs> investing strategy. Are you going to actually implement anything that he suggested, or is it has it changed the way you think about anything?
0: Uh, so I think we. Uh, we sort of follow his strategy a little bit um really he he sort of summed it up with like three sort of overarching labels and it was uh, go global be different and get out of your own way so you know very simply go global is to look beyond the country that you're in yeah. especially you know us in Australia get out of the Australian markets and look beyond yeah uh, be be different is just um, what stocks you're investing in so as I was saying before, don't just buy the index with the biggest companies in a market. Um, and he talks about some ways that you can sort of select stocks. And then the last one, get out of your own way, is you know don't trade in and out of positions. Um, you know hold for long term, all of that. And I think you know we're we're sort of on that path a little bit. You're trying your hand at trading these days, but um, I think yeah, I think we're you know we're on the same we're on the same path.
1: Yeah, nice. Don't get me wrong. I'm not uh, focusing my entire strategy on trading now. It's probably like a five percent, five percent of my portfolio. But yeah, it's. Uh, I might read this book. It sounds very much uh, down, down, sort of the path as you said that we're taking. So good to confirm a few things.
0: What else have you got? Well, not nothing uh, that I'd recommend as highly, but okay. there's a, a couple of other ones that uh, we'll put. Maybe we will just put links to them in the show notes. Um, yeah. We'll also put there, all these.
1: We've got a books uh, section on our website that we'll throw all these up, and you can. Um, yeah, have yeah, that
0: look. is true. Yeah, uh, but there some of the other ones I've read recently, Lords of Finance, which is about the central banks between the wars. Yeah. Um, fascinating book, really good read. It was actually one of the ones that uh, Ali Hamed talked about in our interview with him. Yeah. Um. So don't take my word for it. Take his Black Swan by Nassim Taleb. Yeah. Uh, like a. Groundbreaking book when it was released on risk and how you think about risk in investing and in life, and then one for people who are working in business or who are interested in markets. Um, uh, the Outsiders by William Thorndike talks about like eight record-beating CEOs and how they uh, how they sort of got to you know their position, how they grew their companies. Um, interesting one to think about for anyone who uh, wants. I guess wants to do that in their future. Now, that's really it from me. What about you? Anything you've read recently that you would suggest? Uh, yes,
1: I, in line with what you were just saying, Ren, I am trying my hand uh, or at least trying to understand a bit more about trading shorter term and understanding stock patterns rather than looking further into the fundamentals of companies and that sort of stuff Like. Uh, we do, but yeah, just trying to get a bit more of an insight into this momentum buy sort of strategy. So, trade like a stock market wizard is one that I finished a couple of weeks ago, and with just
0: with the <laughs> worst cover that you've ever <laughs> oh, seen. Oh, it's a shocker!
1: <laughs> oh, and there's just the tagline: "How to achieve super super performance in in stocks in any market." Um, learn the strategy that made him one of America's most
0: successful stock traders. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's just like, uh, oh, it, God. it
0: looks. It kind of looks like a combination of like a self help book and like a trashy uh, airport read.
1: Oh, it's it, it does. It's got like word art font on the front. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, sh- but don't be put off by the cover. At just as yeah. just like you, Ren, it's a it's a it's a fantastic book, and it was recommended by uh, Matt from steak, actually. And uh, yeah, I would totally agree that if, if you want to sort of dip your toe into understanding a bit more about that side of investing, then absolutely give it a crack. Uh, and I'm also just about to finish Shoe Dog, which is not necessarily investing related, but it is the uh, sort of memoirs of uh, Phil Knight, who was the creator of Nike. And it's just a really interesting book. It's written in a very... Uh, you know sort of fictitious way it doesn't really sound like and then this happened and then then that happened Um, and I think the main message that really sort of resonates with me is just the you know plug away and his determination it was just unbelievable also just forging a path that he didn't really know where he was going Uh, he just knew that there was sort of something there and just sort of pushed ahead with it and was was very determined so uh, some great messages from that book and we'll put all of these on our website and you can check, check them all out
0: so, if you've taken nothing else from this episode, push past the title of Millennial Money and push past the uh, cover of How to Trade Like a Stock Market Wizard. <laughs> yeah.
1: Trade Like a Stock Market Wizard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, absolute and, shockers.
0: Uh, it, yeah. And if there are any publishers out there that want to bounce some uh, book names off us, we'll give you some frank advice about <laughs> uh, what to call it and what to put on the cover. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Nice one, Ren. Well, uh, yeah, if, if anything I've gotten out of this episode is that I am going to read, uh, m- what was it called? Millennial investing or whatever. Millennial, millennial money. money. Millennial money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice one. All right. Well, uh, until next time, Ren, uh, have a good week. Hopefully, the swans won and uh, talk to you soon.
0: Yep. sounds good.
1: Hello, mates of equity mates. Or oh, I guess that just makes you equity mates. Anyway, it's Bryce here. One of the most frequently asked questions we get is, where do we find information about all these stocks and and where's a good place to start? Now, we could do a whole episode on this and we often do touch on it, but the best place to start is by signing up to our ThoughtStarter's weekly email. Each week, we send you some cool stuff that has caught our eye during the week, as well as some more detailed articles on stocks and invested-related content. We also include Basics 101. These are articles tailored specifically for beginners to really propel you on your way. We don't spam you. I mean, we hate spam. It's once a week, and there's enough stuff in there to occupy you for a full day of browsing at work. Now, Ren puts a lot of effort into finding quality articles for you guys, so if anything, just sign up so he feels the love. Head to equitymates.com and chuck in your email at the bottom of the page.
0: Equitymates and the people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. This is general advice only. Please speak to a financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your individual situation.